Hey you guys, welcome or welcome back to my podcast. This is my second episode, so I'm not surprised if you're new here. I just want to welcome you guys and say thank you so much for tuning in. So I went over on my Instagram and I asked you guys if you had any questions that you wanted me to answer here on this podcast. And a lot of these that I picked out, I picked out six by the way, were the the ones that were a little bit more common and a little bit more repetitive. So I'm going to go ahead and read out the six questions for you guys and answer them for you right here so the first question is how to stop justifying your sin second one is forgiveness um, forgiving someone who hurt you second third one is having and maintaining faith fourth one the struggle of lust in a woman how to overcome it i will touch on lust in general um five how to know if you're saved and six fasting Alright, so I have to say I appreciate you all being so real and vulnerable with me when you ask me these questions because I can only imagine what it may feel like a little bit intimidated on your end to be like, I need help with this certain thing and I want advice on this certain topic, but I wonder if I'm the only one that's struggling with this. And the simple fact that I'm saying this is the most repetitive questions that I got goes to show that you're not struggling on this by yourself, that you're not the only one with questions, you're not the only one wondering what you can do about it and where we can go to the word and find help with this. So I will say this video and podcast, I am recording this podcast by the way, so you can find it also on YouTube, my YouTube channel. Um, this was kind of just something that I was sitting down talking to Tom yesterday about and he's like you should definitely just go for it and involve more of your audience on your podcast because I know it could be a blessing to many so I was like yeah why not you know do the podcast answer you guys' questions I've been super into podcasts lately it's a lot more practical whenever I can't have my eyes on a video if I'm driving if I'm cleaning if I'm doing stuff like that and I can also just sit there and be like well I get to hear what someone has to say and it can feel a little bit more personable I'm not gonna lie like when I'm listening to certain podcasts it feels like I'm on the phone with like a best friend of mine or something so yeah I hope this is a blessing to you guys but let's get right into the first question how to stop justifying your sins this is such a good question and honestly I I just look back into when I first got saved And of course, people that have been saved can continue doing this, sadly. But I remember this one specific sin that I was struggling with that I kept just trying to convince myself that it was okay. Um, And so what many of you guys may or may not know about my testimony is that I used to consider myself or live in a homosexual lifestyle so I was part of the LGBT community prior to getting saved and this is just based on everything that I believed in if you know anything about my background I was in the new age so everything's very accepting Um, just everything about it's very like nonchalant (laughs) you have to accept everything and everyone as they come type of thing you know uh so when i got saved i remember this was one of the biggest things that i had to deal with and really come to terms with does god want me in this lifestyle can he love me enough to like overlook this sin and this struggle that i have yeah i think he loves me enough to just let me keep it because he knows me like he knows that he's not getting hurt over it And I really just try to justify that sin. Now, obviously, that was something that I can say was 
something I try to justify you can be trying to justify as well as like say smoking weed that's another thing I try to justify because it's like god you know it helps me eat helps me sleep helps me relax um another sin can be I don't know fill in the blank fill in the blank for whatever sin that you're talking about and comes to mind when you're like I'm justifying it so first of all I want to say that the simple fact that you're you're aware that you're sinning and you're aware that you're justifying it is evidence that the Holy Spirit is working in you Um, because the world doesn't struggle with that like let's be honest the world is sinning and they don't see that that's an issue to them it's life to them it's like well there's no consequence there's no reason for me to change so it's not a struggle to the world but the fact that you feel conviction per se that's an amazing thing that's something that we shouldn't overlook so the simple fact that you're saying how can i stop justifying it is proof that you're getting convicted about it so take advantage of that i would really encourage you to have the holy spirit involved in everything i remember when i first came to terms i'll talk about smoking weed for me that was a sin i tried to justify and um, my homosexual lifestyle really recently after getting saved here's the thing god says come as you are doesn't mean you're gonna stay as you are so things are gonna get purged out of you things are gonna get taken out of you like let's talk about that you know um so when i got saved i came as i was but god started dealing with my heart and saying this needs to get out this isn't in my word this is in my design and so i remember i literally remember um sitting there and i'm like god i think you love me enough to overlook this and here's the thing god loves us enough to set us free like that's that's his love he wants us free from bondages whatever the world is trying to say it's not a bondage or whatever if you look at god's word it is a bondage and so i think acknowledging that it's a bondage is really important and coming to terms with the fact that you want to be delivered from it and that you're not getting anything out of holding on to this you're not getting anything that's benefiting your walk by holding on to this thing so i i simply asked just simply ask the lord god help me see this because i don't see it honestly as bad as everyone's saying or as your word says it let me see it the way you see it you know i want to see things through your eyes i want to i want to feel the way that you feel when you look at this thing that i'm trying to justify and it makes a huge difference let me tell you because if you for a second just really acknowledge the lord which is what we should be doing and just tell him, let me see this the way that you see it. I want to feel the way you feel. I want to feel convicted. <laughs> He's going to make you feel that exactly. And it's going to it's gonna definitely wreck you differently because you're not going to feel comfortable doing what you're doing anymore. Um, the Holy Spirit's going to lay this, this conviction that's not going to make you feel... I want to be careful on how I word this. Like... For example, when I started smoking, when I was smoking weed and I had been recently been saved, I was struggling with that. And I told the Lord, I I know this isn't right. Give me conviction. So I sat there one day when I was smoking with some friends in the car and I felt 
uncomfortable i'm talking about i literally wanted to jump out of my skin uncomfortable i wanted to jump out of that car so that i can just like breathe because i didn't feel the same way before i could sit in that car i could be with my friends smoking weed and whatever that may be and i was just like i didn't feel anything i felt i felt like hey this is gonna help me eat it's gonna help me sleep this is gonna help me da 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 you know so also pay attention to what are you looking in these into these things for that god can give you god gives me hunger you know god gives me rest you know so it really became down into what am i seeking into these things that are leaving me empty at the end of the day that i can turn to god and be like i need you to fill this in for me instead because i feel empty let's be real when you're living in sin and then you start having the holy spirit be um pouring into pouring himself into you you are going to start feeling very empty from these things you're going to start feeling that void that realization of this isn't fulfilling i've been doing this for three five ten twenty years and i'm still not fulfilled i feel so empty after i do it um and starting to feel god fill into that and starting to let god come into that space and fill himself up with your fill you up with his word and with your worth and with your new identity that's what we used to be seeking um so how to stop justifying your sin i would just really say ask the holy spirit for conviction that can be a hard prayer that can be a hard prayer because you know that everything that you've been trying to justify and all the work that you've been trying to do and everything you've been relying on is going to be taken away from you um and it sounds scary when that's all you've known but it's the most liberating thing you can do tell god let me see things the way you see things and he's going to do that for you. And and honestly, when you start seeing it through God's eyes, you have such a like a love and compassion for wanting to change. Like you don't see it as a no, I don't want to let it go. You start seeing it like yeah, this is something that I'm trying to cover up with X Y and Z that only God can cover up. And I want to be free. I want to be able to say this is God's victory and it's part of your testimony. Okay, so for the next question, we're going to be talking about forgiveness. Someone asked how to forgive someone that has hurt you. And as you guys know, I love sharing my own parts of my testimony and things like that in order to help answer these questions because if I've experienced it, I can possibly be helping somebody else that's going through something very similar or I can just shine light in a certain area um when it comes to forgiveness for you that you might have not thought about or um in a place that maybe your heart's been hardened that god wants to soften up my testimony can speak to you so i'm gonna share one of the things that was the hardest thing for me to forgive at a time and that's when i was in a two-year relationship and my boyfriend at the time was very abusive uh, verbally and physically he was super abusive and when the relationship came to an end he was the one that actually put it to an end and it felt like the hardest thing ever for me because I was already struggling with everything that had happened during the relationship and when he put it to an end it felt like a slap in the face 
because I was like, I had every single chance to end this. I had every single chance to walk away for two years. I, I had every right to do it, and he ended up doing it. Um, and just to go and be free and be selfish, basically, that's what I would say, you know? Like, I can't believe that. And um, so when that relationship came to an end, a lot of hurt and anger came because I was like, how dare you? be toxic to me and, and abuse me and then just dismiss me as if you never did anything you know how dare you like be so toxic to me and just walk away now leaving me here to deal with everything so there's so much hurt and so much anger that came out of that um and I don't know if that's something you've probably been dealing with in a relationship or with a family member something toxic or um it can be with a friend it doesn't have to be so extreme it can be something minor you had trust in this friend and then they turned around and talked about you behind your back and that really broke your trust in some area um but I know that for me right after I um I came to being saved it was the night that I got saved God had me write out everything everything that had happened in my life where I felt hurt and things that I never really fully processed and that were still damaging me and when I wrote out I was actually writing out a lot of different experiences from as young as I can remember to the current moment I was in of just relationships and family relationships and friendships that I had that had really wounded me and that I never really dealt with because I just felt kind of like whatever like it is what it is and that forgiveness was hurting me a lot and so God had me go through that process of going through this list and as I was writing it down I was crying and realizing that I was hurting and that forgiveness that I was holding back for them was hurting me a lot more than it was hurting them so I remember as I saw what the, the how everything I wrote down um, had affected me I felt God telling me to forgive them and I was like I can't forgive them you know these people have hurt me like how am I gonna forgive these people they have genuinely like stabbed me in the back they have hurt me so much and and I just don't think I can do it and I just started realizing like wait a second ago I was asking God to forgive me from my sins and things that I've done wrong and I know he's forgiven me you know God forgives us and he keeps no record of wrong and we and he's a holy righteous godly like holy 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 God and he can forgive a sinner but yet and this was my conviction I saw myself like I'm a sinner not willing to forgive a sinner you know um so I just kind of like got a heart check and the Lord just really checked my heart and I was like wow like Lord yeah I need to look at that like you're a holy God forgiving me a sinner and I'm a sinner not trying to forgive a sinner I can't do that and um so so I did you know tell the Lord you know what I want to forgive him because he, even though he never came and apologized to me at that moment he hadn't he eventually did but at that moment he hadn't apologized to me I was like I can't wait on an apology in order to forgive because here's the thing even if someone gives you an apology you can still withhold that forgiveness but at that point what is that doing for you 
you think dangling this um, forgiveness over their head is going to do something to them it could affect them and that's really wrong on our end but even more for yourself it's like why are you doing that to yourself um so i just i I made my decision and i said you know what lord i feel you giving me the strength to forgive him because i also have to look at this person as a son or daughter of god and god wants them forgiven as well um i don't think we realize how important it is for us to forgive other people um god works through that a lot because here's the thing i forgave my ex and i felt that freedom of like i'm not a victim like i have victory in this because i have forgiven him there's nothing in me that i look at him or i think of him or i see him and i'm just like so over him and so mad and angered no i have legitimately freedom when i'm walking around and i can hear that person's name and i'm like god bless them i pray they're doing well i pray that things are working out for them i pray that god isn't working in their life because i found this fulfillment in him that i want everyone to fill so a year later this is how i ministered to him a year later he came by and he asked me he he apologized and it's so weird it's such an awesome feeling when you receive an apology because you have to be okay with not receiving one first of all but when you do receive one and you've already forgiven them it's such a awesome feeling to know like like thank you for your apology but then you also feel like i i forgive you and i i forgive you months ago i forgive you years ago you know um because our forgiveness shouldn't be determined on another person's apology uh we should be ready to forgive we should be ready to to um let that burden down and give it to the lord and have that person be forgiven and so when he came and apologized to me i told him thank you for your apology but I want to say I'm really happy to say that I forgive you a while ago and I'm glad that you can see at this moment what you did wrong and everything like that so don't worry about it everything's forgotten I won't hold it over you at all and he's like what do you mean you forgave me you know because I think even he was a little bit confused um and I was like I forgave you a while ago you know the Lord's really helped me and I got to minister to him through that because imagine someone that has hurt you so much it took a lot for him i bet to come and really be humble and say i'm sorry about that and me saying i forgive you like you know that was something that ministered to him because he's like wow how did you forgive me like you forgave me you know and i got to minister to him and i got to pray for him and it was something that i could that could have never happened if i didn't sit there and say god um help me forgive this person you know and i was freed and at that moment because i found that that deliverance through forgiving him i was helping other girls that were going through the same situation that i was once in and girls that are like how could you forgive this person and i started talking to them and it was a it was a mess into a message and that's such a blessing to someone even to the person themselves that has hurt that has hurt you um and really quick though i want to say because you forgive someone um like your friend or your whatever you also have to realize that if they aren't willing to make a change and they have they're not willing to see what's wrong with them and they don't care to change and they're just like accept it or leave it 
then you also have to realize like forgiving them is one thing but taking them back into your life is a completely different thing you have to use your wisdom and also be like okay lord is this person changing are there any fruits there of them changing um that can be a dictator in case you were wondering about that but yeah that's that's based on you seeking the lord and seeing if that's something he wants you to minister into or work into okay so the third question how to have and maintain faith and i honestly the only thing that came to mind as i'm looking at this question that i want to share with you guys is the scripture james 1 2 to 4 we're gonna read i'm gonna read it to you guys consider it pure joy my brothers and sisters whenever you face trials of many kinds because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete not lacking anything so this has been one of my verses these last couple of months and especially recently just a lot of different things has been coming on in my life and in my walk with god um that has really 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 been molding me into the woman that god's called me to be and just taking me to the next level and so when you're talking about how to have faith how to maintain faith i feel like the scripture is so on point with that because let's go with number two consider it pure joy my brothers and sisters whenever you face trials of many kinds whenever you face trials listen to that you are not exempt from trials so i know if you're asking me you know because it's easy to have faith when things are going good when things are not hard when we're in a season of just receiving and we are laying back and getting blessed and favored and praise the lord hallelujah you're in a good season like that it's easy to have faith you know yeah god's worked this out for me yeah god has it worked out for me like you know i'm, I'm of course not everything's perfect but i'm cruising like i'm doing good but when the reality comes that you're going to face trials of many kinds you're not exempt from that wait a lot of people are like i thought when i was a christian i wasn't going to face issues Uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh it's a whole different type of war once you are a believer so it tells us though during these trials to consider it pure joy because the testing of what's happening the testing of our faith what you're asking me about produces perseverance so when you look at it that way when you realize i'm in a hard season these trials are super hard but i can take joy in that because i know that through this testing of my faith i'm gonna have perseverance that means that the next time there's a trial that comes around you're gonna have that perseverance that you've earned and you're not gonna be lacking anything like it tells us in number four let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete not lacking anything i feel like a lot of us and i'm guilty about this that's why i'm saying us a lot of us when we face a trial we are so quick to find the exit we're like lord take me out of this i know i told you to help me grow my walk and i know i told you to help me grow in in x y and c but this is too much i need out and we're so quick to run and that's why any little trial is having us wrecked because we never let perseverance finish its work we always want to sit there and say no this is too much this can be from god because 
no way I can be facing a trial, not me, a believer, you know? Um, but it's not like that. God is telling us, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete and not lack anything. So these trials that you've experiencing, they're testing your faith. They're helping you grow. They're giving you that perseverance so that whenever you are going through struggles in life, because you're not exempt from them, you can look back at what God has done, His faithfulness, and you, that will give you faith. Knowing that, hey, God took me out of this season that was seemed impossible for me to overcome. God helped me move in my in the in my life so in a in such a magical way that like I can never take credit for that such a great thing he has done for me in my past seasons i'm gonna have faith i'm gonna trust in the lord i'm gonna consider it joy as i'm passing through these trials because he's considering me worthy he's considering me able to overcome this and he wants me to grow um so that's i guess the only thing that i can really think about right now when i was looking at it and i just thought of this question the lord just put james 1 2 to 4 in my heart and i hope that that spoke to you um, and if you want, I'll finish off that whole part from five to seven, five to eight. And it says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without fault, but it will be, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. So yeah, I hope that is somewhat of help for you. It's been definitely something that I've been learning in my season, so I hope it spoke to you. All right, so we're getting to the end of these questions, but we're on to number four, which is the struggle of lust in a woman and how to overcome it. So honestly, struggle for men and women are just as big um, but I do think that women are a lot more quiet about this and this is something that I talked about in an old Q&A on my YouTube channel but I'll briefly touch on it right now um, we need to look at what the word says right so it tells us but I say walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh that's Galatians 5 16 so if you are struggling with lust and this is something that you've seen as an issue with yourself, um, take it to the Lord. It's so easy that it's so easy to run from the Lord whenever you commit this type of sin, whenever you commit something that's um, feeding into your flesh, whether that's sleeping with someone um, that, of course, is in your husband or your wife, when you watch pornography, when you. Um, open yourself to all types of temptations hanging out with people that you know you shouldn't watching something you know you shouldn't listening to something you know you shouldn't that is opening up that door for the enemy to completely come in and tempt you and um, just have a foothold in that struggle so I would ask the Lord to, to, to show you what areas you have been giving access to the enemy if he starts giving you conviction about that music you're listening to, if your music is talking about, you know, women and or men or this type of thing that's causing you to lust and causing you to think that way, you need to cut that music off. He got like you know what I'm talking about. 
if it's the music if it's the music if it's the movies if you've been watching movies or a tv show where that person looks some type of way or they're um, engaging in sexual intercourse in that movie or whatever you need to guard your heart you need to guard your eyes you need to guard your ears you need to guard everything that you're consuming because it's planting a seed okay so sometimes we want to sit here and be like oh my gosh like where is this coming from like i don't understand did you listen to what that lyrics just said did you listen to what that movie just showed or like what it talked about or the jokes they made um it's a lot of times that where we also have to look at what things we've allowed access into for the enemy to have a foothold in that um how to overcome it guarding your heart guarding your heart um and when it comes to this i love that you're saying how to overcome it because you're gonna want someone that you're talking about this with um preferably your mentor if you don't have a mentor seek a godly woman if you are a woman seek a godly man if you are a man do not go with the opposite sex when it comes to struggling with lust that's just not that's not right um i would say find yourself since this is a girl asking me a woman of god that is strong in her walk who's gonna help you and keep you accountable and just walk you through the process of this there might be things from your childhood where if you got opened up into um, knowing pornography at a really young age um, that's something that's gonna have to be prayed about and that's why you want to find someone that you can be open about with but also don't don't limit yourself there ask god Uh, like i was saying in the beginning a lot of times when we struggle with stuff like this lust it's 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 a it's a type of sin that feels so 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 beyond and above all that you can fall into this shame pit and be like god doesn't want anything to do with me like he doesn't he i'm so disgusting like i'm sinning against my own body because it does tell us in scripture every sin that's us how the body is that but sexual morality is it's sinning against your own body um and it can feel really heavy and so we feel like god doesn't want to help me through this god you know is probably grossed out by me but he loves you he wants to set you free from that and um, a lot of times I've also realized that uh, from our past, it can be through if you were ever um, molested as a child or molested as a teen or even as an adult, or you had really bad experiences with knowing your worth and you always saw people around you finding that worth and identity in other men or women. Um, I would say just let God open your eyes into seeing what has been feeding into you throughout your life and even now that you're you're believing to be true and believing to and looking to find satisfaction in. So just like I talked about earlier in the podcast about seeking this identity in weed or in a partner, you need to see why am I seeking satisfaction in my lust? Um, you need to ask the Lord to show you that through his eyes and really show you um, how much it means to him to have you be delivered from it Um, and I think like I said just finding a mentor that's going to walk you through that or just go to your church and see who you can open up with and ask the Lord to bring you people that can walk this out with you because you're definitely not alone and I think it's important that you as a woman are talking about it as well with other godly women because you're not the only one that struggles with this and a lot have been really hushed and quiet about it myself included and i think it's something that we need to talk about a lot more because it seems like it's only a guy issue and whenever it becomes a female issue it's like oh can't be but it definitely happens 
so um how to overcome it ask the holy spirit to come in and show you those areas where you're allowing access or you had allowed access or access was given without your permission into your life where lust came in um and ask the holy spirit to remove those things and to um really come into your heart and purify you and he's gonna see the the lord knows your heart he's gonna see you seeking to find deliverance from it and um being in his word uh one of the scriptures that i saw right here galatians five sixteen that i read but i say walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of this flesh that says it all if you're walking by the spirit seeking the lord you will not gratify the desires of the flesh so make sure you're not doing things throughout your 24 hours of your day that are gratifying the flesh that's why i'm saying pay attention to what's around you all right so the next question is how to know if you're saved all right so it tells us in the word to confess with our mouth that jesus is lord and believe in our heart that he was raised from the dead and we will be saved and another thing that people um have asked about when it comes to that is like okay but am i really saved because of that what what proof do i have right that i'm saved or how can i see that i'm saved so that that that's when it comes down to looking at the fruits that we produce um so just earlier i was talking about how when i first got saved i was a baby christian so a lot of me was like nope like i want to keep on my lifestyle can god love me past this and just let me keep this sinful lifestyle that i have of homosexuality or finding worth in and identity in my drugs and peace in my drugs and smoking weed and whatever that may be and a lot of people forget that also the way that we start living our life is evidence that god that the holy spirit is working in us so you aren't saved from your works but your works show that you are saved um and if you just want to go ahead and read something that talks about this look into matthew 7 13 um through 26 um the three titles that i want to read you are the narrow and wide gates um true and false prophets true and false disciples the wise and foolish builders so when it talks about the fruits in this little like paragraph it's basically saying how there was a lot of false prophets and it's telling us to be aware of these false prophets it says they they come in sheep's clothing but inwardly they are voracious wolves by their fruit you will recognize them do people pick graves from thorn bushes and figs from thistles likewise every good tree bears good fruit but a bad tree bears bad fruit and a good tree cannot bear bad fruit and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire guess who that would be (laughs) guess what tree that it's referring to it's referring to us thus by their fruit you will recognize them so people in the world may not they're not going to know you're saved because you confess with your mouth that jesus is lord and you believe in your heart that he was raised from the dead from your fruit they will know that you're different they will know that you're saved they will see something in you and be like wow that's how the lord is even going to look at us because if you keep reading down there it tells us right here not everyone who says to me lord lord will enter the kingdom of heaven but only the ones who does the will of my father who is in heaven many will say to me on that day lord lord did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform many miracles 
then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. That's some scary stuff. Because a lot of people can walk around claiming the title of Christianity, claiming the title of a disciple, but where's your fruit? You know, where's your fruit? God looks at the inner inner being of a human. He looks at our hearts. He looks at what we do, how we treat people. Like, you can sit there and be on, on any platform, talking about God, acting like you know him, but he doesn't know you. It tells them plainly, I will tell them, I never knew you stay away from me. Because it tells every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and is thrown into the fire. You will recognize them through their fruit. So how do you know if you're saved? Do you bear fruit to the Holy Spirit? Are you allowing the Holy Spirit to grow in you? Or did you just pray that and then you totally dismissed it and you're like, I'm going to keep living however I want to live. I'm going to keep my sinful life. I'm going to keep on disobeying the word of God. I'm going to do everything that I want to do contrary, even if it's contrary to the word of God. I don't care. My feelings are superior. The way that my flesh is satisfied is superior. The way that my whatever. If you're living to satisfy your flesh, you're not living for the Lord. That does, that's not bearing any fruit of the Holy Spirit. That's not, you don't belong to the Lord if you are opposing everything his word says. And therefore, you won't be allowed to enter the kingdom of God. He will tell you, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. So, if you guys want to look more into that, um, just so I can keep this somewhat short, Matthew seven thirteen to 26 and look into more about fruits of the spirit all right so the last question is fasting so many of you were asking me questions about fasting because i made a video on it on my instagram on a story just briefly speaking on how i had been fasting and how much i've been learning through it so fasting is something that's in the bible and a lot of people in the old and new testament speak about fasting and how amazing it is it's something that um, can help you have a breakthrough and something you've been praying about it helps you have a super deep connection with the with the lord um because you're really dying to your flesh and putting away all distraction eating social media whatever um away apart and just saying lord you feed me you know it tells us <laughs> there's this part in the bible where um jesus disciples went up to him and asked him if he had anything to eat and he had and he said to them i have food that you do not know of and i believe that's that's the lord's you know we eat not by bread alone um so the word is our bread the word is something that we should be seeking to be filled by ultimately over anything so when we take part in fasting there's a lot of breakthrough that can happen i know that through my own experiences i've received a word from the lord he has answered me he has delivered me from things he has helped me um pray over someone else for their breakthrough in a more serious intimate level um and it's a very powerful thing and this is so powerful in fact that in mark 9 28 29 as well um there's a boy who's demon possessed and i just want to show you guys how powerful fasting is like it's amazing um the disciples tried to cast out this demon from a boy and they couldn't they just couldn't so then the boy gets brought to jesus and jesus casts out this, the demon and so when he went ahead and casted out the demon the disciples came to him in private and asked him why couldn't we drive him out and jesus replied 
this demon can only this demon can only come out by prayer and fasting so sadly i barely learned this but in the niv version in some versions i'm assuming as well in the bible they only put prayer they excluded fasting now there's a lot of different reasons why they said that it wasn't put into this version i don't care but when you look into the new king james version it does say so he said to them this kind can come out by nothing out by nothing but prayer and fasting now mind you jesus would be fasting um he led by example and if we are being called to follow christ's example when it comes to this it's something that's very powerful of course for us so um, I would encourage you to look into how God wants you to fast. I, I don't think you should jump into a 40-day fast if you never fasted before. I think try it out for a day. Um, it can be from sunrise to sundown. That's how I started. It can be 24 hours. It can be a three-day fast. Um, it can be a Daniel fast. Um, and I know that I also got asked, um, how can I fast if I'm like sick or something like that? Um, my sister who has diabetes and we are praying for that to be casted out and delivered from in the name of Jesus right now, but she is right now dealing with diabetes. Um, she was also afraid of that because of her sugar level or something like that. Um, I don't really know much about that, so don't come at me, but basically she was like afraid that it was going to affect her health and she was obedient because she felt the lord leading her to fast she fasted woke up and everything was more than okay i mean she was perfectly fine with all her levels and everything that she needs to um watch after so honestly like we can't underestimate god on how he can work through it um but of course i think it's important that we're praying about it and seeking God in this and a lot of people are like well I don't feel like fasting well fasting isn't something that you're going to feel like doing it, it takes your discipline it takes you doing it because it's like you're not going to feel like praying the same way that you're not going to feel like fasting you have to pray you were called to pray and actually it's also told it's also in the word that we are called to fast so something that you guys should look more into um it's a little hard to like quote scriptures because when i do youtube videos i can put the scriptures up like on the screen but i'll still try if you guys want to message me on instagram to give you more help with that and i'll make a separate video on it on youtube because i know this is definitely something that a lot of people were asking me about but this is actually all for the podcast and this is all the six questions that i answer for you guys i hope it's been a blessing to you i hope you learned something new and i pray that it spoke to you um let me know if there's any other topics that you want me to solely focus on for each podcast let me know over on instagram if you like this podcast in any way you can leave a review that's awesome um my podcast is still being like put out to different platforms so let me know where you guys are listening from over on my instagram send me a message and i'll put out more episodes i'll see you guys soon hear you guys soon let you hear me soon whatever <laughs> love you guys bye